What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is. Mimi Shoneman is here. She is red hot and wearing red today, so that makes it very easy to remember the name of the show. That makes it perfect. Good morning. Good morning. I am so happy to be back. I was on vacation last week. I missed you, Mimi. I missed I you. I know, but I should have like taken you with a good me. Time. I did because we're Facebook friends, so Mimi got to stalk me on Facebook. But I, I'm, I'm happy to be back, and it's a beautiful day to talk about. About how hot the real estate market is here in the Twin Cities. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> no, you look exhausted. I think yeah. that's a good thing, though. Well, here's the thing um, a normal market in real estate is between what we measure as in, of months of inventory that's available. And a normal market is between five and six months. Okay. And so, can we get a wah, wah, wah? We only have 1.4. Wah, wah. Oh, man. Jeez. So, that so, means you have to be prepared. And the, yeah. So, I mean, we do anticipate that as this, the weather warms up and we move deeper into spring that we're going to see more inventory. At least that's all of our hopes. And so um, that is a historically low and it's it's low across the whole country. Okay. Um, so what that means is that our our sellers are really still very much in, com- in command. Okay. Um, and our buyers are frantically looking for properties. And when they do find a property, it's typically off the market within just a matter of hours. Right. If it's priced well and if the condition is well. So uh, if you're if you're listening to this and your house has not sold, um, and it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be that you're overpriced. Okay. Um, and it could be that there are location issues. It could also be that your house might need some love and care and maybe some staging. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. We're going to give you some information to get your house. If it's on the market, get it actually sold. Give you some tips for that. You also can call in. We have our brand new producer. Producer Sonny is in there ready to take your calls, get your information so that Mimi can help you out and also get you a copy of our brand new winter editions of things to do when buying a home and things to do when selling a home. So we have those out there. And you also put some new cool uh, uh, um, guides out there too, like specifically divorce related, specifically millennial related. So many resources if they come and they check everything out with the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Absolutely. You can go to our show page and Sonny's going to take care of that and get everything posted up and you can click on there and get those guides, but you can also call and request them. Um, the other thing that we're doing is because we know that so many folks out there are thinking, you know, is now the time for us to get ready to sell our house? Right. We're offering free no obligation staging consultations. Wow. So that's for anyone who wants to call and request one today. You just have to leave your information with our producer, Sonny. Yep. And the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Because sometimes you go, I think this house is great, but I know I need to sell it. Why isn't it selling? And so I think that that's fantastic that we are going to give them some information on why it might not be selling. There are so many subliminal things that can go on in a buyer's mind as the minute that they pull up to the curb. Okay. Um, and I mean, literally within seconds, people make judgment calls just like that. Um, you're allowed to discriminate when you're buying homes all day long. Because it is someplace that you're making that emotional response. As it is. A, do I feel comfortable living here? And can I see this, this home in my future? Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because I'm having a conversation with one of the buyers that we work with um, who happens to be a really visual buyer. Okay. And I was explaining to her, you know, 
you just have to maybe expand your mind around what the possibilities are. Some people are so visual that they really cannot imagine it uh, with a different coat of color, uh, different carpet, updated cabinets. And a lot of people are fearful that 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 is an extreme expense. Okay. If you've never bought any of those things or you've never done any of those things, it can be intimidating. Yes. So thinking like if, you know, uh, since I'm one of those people, I can go, oh, I just need to paint, but I paint. You know, and so there's lots of people that go, I've never touched a paintbrush. I don't go and hang out in that part of Menards. Why? (laughs) I've never been to Menards. Why would I think I could do that? Let me just tell you, if you don't hang out in the paint department of Menards or wherever you shop, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) You need to go there and smell some paint because that is money right there. Mm -hmm. Your $50 can of paint, money all day long. I love doing those things, but I'm one of those people where I'm like, I'll change uh, uh, the the color of a a wall the same way I change my socks. (laughs) Like if I can. Well, you know, she's got a frequent, frequent painter card over there. Yes. And I am very familiar with finding, I will wander through the oops paint and see what somebody else didn't love. And I will make myself love it. Right. And just keep in mind that fashion, uh, staging things, Mm -hmm. the concepts around staging and color and decor, they can date very quickly. We're talking about every five years. Fair enough. So if your color has been on the wall for several years, I was looking at my bedroom color. I'm thinking I need an update in this place. Because you're like, it's too, it's it's, it's a little stale. It's too stale. Okay. Um, And that happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what once was popular is no longer popular. You know, I'm not sporting a perm anymore, (laughs) even though I I can rock a perm. So um, one of the things that you need to think about is, From the minute people pull up to the curb, what are they seeing? Right. Is it obvious where the front door is located? So if you happen to have a home that you've got a side door and perhaps you have even two front doors. Right. Which is the main door? And I can't tell you that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's confusing to people. So you want to make sure that one of your doors is prominent and it's understandable, which is the main door into the house. And so how do you do that? Well, maybe you flank it with really good lighting fixtures. Maybe you change the front door color so that it's it pops. Yes. And so that it's contrasting with the color of the outside of your house. Um, so one of our clients has a, a very brown house. Okay. And you mean all tonality? It's everything's brown on the outside. It's very brown. Okay. Roof, siding, door. Fair enough. Everything is very. You can't quite distinguish where the the entry point is because it's it's just kind of a flat panel. Okay. And so one of the things we talked about was, you know, let's put a pop of color on the front door and so that you have a little bit better curb appeal. Okay. That's one of the things that you can do. And it's actually, it's one of the best return on investments that you can make is painting your front door. That's, oh, I can sure that'd be very inexpensive as well. Absolutely. And we're not saying you have to go rip the whole thing out, but you know, some other things that you had talked about before was just even, you know, cleaning the cobwebs off, making sure that, you know, this time of year doing the snow removal. And before we had talked about maybe you have to get rid of all of the leaves and things that are near that main entryway exactly. so that people feel invited into the home. Well, you know, of course, when your house is on the market, you want to make sure that the, the area is safe where they're walking. Right. Um, you don't want to have a slip and fall. And that's kind of not the way you want to start your relationship out with a potential buyer. Right. Um, so make sure that that's all completely uh, that it's been uh, shoveled and that you've got the snow melt on there and that everything is completely clear. Okay. So let's talk about from the second you walk into the front door. All right. Okay. So you've opened the door. It's the first time you're seeing it. So it's a blind date. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So you walk in, and the thing that you want to make sure that people know how to do is how to navigate around that first room that they see. Okay. So if you happen to have a lot of doorways, or you happen to have a bay, big bay window, or maybe you've got some some ledges that are in that front entryway, you want to make sure that you're positioning your furniture so that it's focusing on the focal point of the room. Okay. Okay. So if you have a beautiful fireplace, you don't want to make, you want to make sure that that's open, that people can see that you have that beautiful fireplace. And so that's going to, it's going to require that you do some staging with your furniture. Now, maybe you've got too much furniture in your room. And if you're thinking about, you know, the time to, to, uh, get the house ready for the market, you might want to take some of that furniture out of the room. So if you've got an enormous sectional and you've got a, a double wide you know, chair that goes with it and right. maybe you've got mama's rocking chair and you've got, you know, some uh, an accessory cura, you want to just take some of those things down. So this might be a very livable space for you because it was this is what made it home for you. But what you're doing is trying to make sure that you're not imprinting for the potential buyer. Right. Okay. That's very important. And you want to make sure that it's to scale. So sometimes people have oversized furniture that really is not the right scale for the room. Okay. And so that requires that you would maybe take some pieces out or maybe you get smaller furniture and enhance what's really going on in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think that, you know, you want to imagine how the best possible use of the space would be. And so if you've got a beautiful window, you don't want to cover the window with a tall high back, you know, chair or or your your sofa. You want to make sure that that's positioned in the room so that it also highlights the window. Right. So you said you might have to make an Ikea run or two. You know, you might have to find some new stuff that makes sense for this. Well, one of the things that you can do and certainly one of the things that we offer for all of our sellers is have that free consultation with us. We that's part of what our listing services is that we give a complimentary staging consultation for all of the potential sellers that we work with. And it's absolutely free and included with our package. And the other thing that's probably great about that is that if you are doing it as a potential seller, sometimes your emotions might be too involved in what's going on with the staging. So having someone neutral like Mimi and her team come in, they can help you go, this feels like a hard decision. It's really not. So they can decide for you. Well, the thing is, is we become so ensconced with our own things that we no longer have objectivity about what might be better in a room. Okay. So one of the things that we can talk about when we come back from the break are collectibles. Ah, perfect. We are going to cover that and more when we return here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The sun is shining out there in the Twin Cities, and it is red hot here in the My Talk studios. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071 with your host, Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. And uh, we always encourage uh, you to go to her Facebook page as well. There's always information there. There's so many ways for them to get in contact with you, Mimi. And I think that that's what you got to do in 2018, right? Yeah. You got to just meet people where they are. Well, you can absolutely uh, get in touch with us through the station here and mm-hmm. just uh, send a message or Smoke Signal, mnredhotrealestate.com is the website. So be sure and check that out. And also, if you're shopping for properties, be sure and check out viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. Yes. And we always encourage you. There's some people out there that we know uh, like to do some window shopping. Absolutely. And so I think that it is a good way to get yourself. We encourage you because the market is so hot right now. 
We encourage you to do a lot of the homework that you wouldn't normally have to do. But if you get involved in some of these things like ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com and things like that, it can help you spearhead and going, you know what, I really do need to start getting my act together and prepare. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. people always start looking online. 99.9% of the people start their initial process by watching uh, HGTV and shows like that and also shopping online. And so that's a great way to start to get familiar with what what price buys what. Mm -hmm. You know, you hate to get started and think, well, my champagne taste is I want this type of house, but you only require... You know the beer house, right? Exactly, so. and that's okay because craft beer is delicious. There so they're you have like, it. maybe you can get a craft beer house. So, um, from the National Association of Realtors, um, from the buyer's agent perspective on staging, forty-nine percent of the buyer's agents cited that the home staged had an enormous effect on most of their their buyers' view of the home, and seventy-seven percent of the buyer's agents said that a staged home made it easier for a buyer to visualize the property as their future home. So staging the living room from buyers was found to be the most important. Uh, 55% said so. And that's followed by staging the master bedroom at 51% and staging the kitchen. Okay. So when we're talking about staging the kitchen, what does that look like? Okay. Um, So maybe that means getting everything off of the counters except for a few few really focal points, you know, maybe like your your beautiful knife set. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you've got like a whole line of like counter appliances, take them Don't down. Don't put all the crock pots out. Nobody's yeah. mm-hmm. impressed by, you know, your coffee maker and your waffle maker. Gotcha. So that's got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also want to think about putting just a, maybe a little bit of a decorative look with some fresh linens. I can't even tell you what fresh linens do for the kitchen and the bathroom and also for the bedrooms. Okay. If you're bedding on your beds, if it's dated, if it's really faded and and all of that, that is one way that you can actually update your house without spending a ton of money. And it's super important that people feel that they're... They're looking at your house with as much of a HGTV eyes as possible. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, you know, it it really depends on your budget. Okay. So if you're talking about in your living room, one of the things that you can do to give it new life, uh, because you're not going to run out and buy new sofas. Most of us aren't. Right. But what you can do is you can take some of that dated lighting. Let's say you've got some old sconces on the ceiling that's seen a better day. You can you can change that out with some new, inexpensive, chic looking lighting um, that's more appealing and more current. Uh, the other thing that you can do if we're talking about a room with a fireplace is you can really scrub that up and make it look beautiful. So if you can't see the grate to the inside of your 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 fireplace, you want to clean that out and get okay. the soot out of there and maybe make it glow. You know, maybe if it's nice in the winter, you have that fireplace going, whether it's wood or whether it's a, a gas fireplace. That really creates this really cozy, I want to live here, warm, sit down and have a cup of you know cocoa in your right. living room or read a book. Um, also, if you're staging, you're, let's say that your furniture has seen a better day mm-hmm. and you don't really know what to do about that because you're not going to buy any furniture. You can go and get really inexpensive slip colors. But if you do that, you want to choose a lighter color for that's more cleaner, open, and more inviting. So would you suggest, if we're going to just do some of these updates, uh, you would probably want to pick something that we'll consider more neutral. So maybe not the most... Uh, you know, we set up to date and you want things that are, are modern, but maybe not the 
absolute new hotness or whatever is the new really gitchy thing. You probably want something that's a little more standard, you'd think. Something that is traditional. Okay. Um, but if you have the budget to go with that extra exciting new fixture, that would be something that you could do as well. Okay. Um, but when we're talking neutral today, we're not talking tan. Right. We're, we're not talking color. Any color except for gray right now is really not the hottest color out there. So gotcha. you're, you're grayish which is a combination of gray and beige. Okay. And so that is the color that you're seeing a lot on television. It's the color that's super popular. And it's it's kind of got that really sleek, clean feel to it when you walk in and you see that. Right. And the more you see of it, the more you realize when you don't have it, how different and more dated those colors uh, because look. Because grayish is very in right now. Absolutely. Okay. And so the other thing that you can do to kind of tone up your living room is to give a splash of color with some accent pillows and some throws. So if you don't have the budget for a lot of things, you can really make a super impact by just getting a colorful pillow that gives just a punch of color. And you wouldn't think that that would matter, but it actually does. Okay. Um, so when a buyer walks in the room, they're looking, it's, it's amazing to me how many times they look at the furnishings before they even see the the house. Right. And so as, you know, as daunting that as that is for a seller to hear, it's absolutely the truth. So you want to do everything that you can to help the buyer imagine that they're living in your house. And back to your cost effective thing. I know like I recently did some updates on just getting some new pillow covers and things like that. And it was all on Amazon. I just made the choices and sent it to the house. And it was very easy for me to do. Completely mm-hmm. easy. And the other thing you can do on Facebook is they have all of these selling uh, selling sites oh, now. Yes. And people are posting, you know, new furnishings and things on there all the time. So, you know, check out a lot of different options. You can, you know, like what you said, Amazon, mm-hmm. eBay, Home Goods Store here in town, Tuesday morning, have really cute pillows, things like that. Shout out to all of our, our shopping people. <laughs> right. Um, but one of the other things that you can do if you've got, uh, you know, how people look at a room, they typically scan it from left to right. Okay. So you're walking into the room, and if you place the tallest piece of furniture in the room in the far left corner, that will make the room appear bigger. Oh, because they'll I will be drawn to that tall piece. Exactly. Okay. And placing a large piece or tall piece of furniture on either side of an entryway door will make the room feel smaller. So you have to keep in mind that that's all these are all just standards. That's not, you know, the rule. But, you know, keep in mind that if you've got a tall armoire in your room, you might want to think about how does it look in the far left corner? Right. And maybe that would make the room look bigger. Okay. so things like that. Um, And you want to figure out in each room what the focal point is. So, you know, as you're moving through the different space and all of that would happen. I mean, I just want to remind everybody that all of these things that we're talking about, we do for our clients, our selling clients. We pay attention to what's going on in the space and we're offering that free consultation for anyone who calls to request it for the home staging consultation. And the phone number again is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. If you call, our producer Sonny will get your information and Mimi and her team will come out and help you stage. And it's, this is a good time of year to do this because, you know, it's one of those, is it warm? Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it cold? Like, this is a time to freshen up. And as you were saying, maybe you can get your house on the market sooner than you thought. Because maybe you were sitting around waiting. Oh, well, we're going to wait until all of the slush, you know, melts. 
You don't have to do that. You know, we have people that are available to help you get it on the market sooner so you can actually get ahead of all of that rush. Right. And the thing, too, we understand that all of this is can be very overwhelming. Um, And so there are professionals out there that will help you to get your house ready with decluttering, things like cleaning. Um, I want to just remind everybody to to view your own house like you would view something that you walked into a model home. So, for instance, if your light fixtures are dirty, okay, a lot of people don't think to you know clean around those. But when we're coming through a home as a real estate agent with clients, we're turning lights on and off. And when we lift the switch up and it's gross, Uh, that is a major turnoff. Mm -hmm. And also the same thing, too, with your handrails going up and down the stairs. Those need to be clean. Mm -hmm. Your kitchen, especially kitchen and bathrooms. People look at those and if they are not clean and I mean clean like white glove clean. Right. They need to be. And it, cleaning is, is cheap. Yeah. So if you are not a good cleaner, there are, are many, many companies out there that will come in and do a deep clean for you just one time. Right. And then get your house ready. Um, that is the cheapest, most most efficient thing that you can do. And when we're talking about cleaning, you know, be sure and, and look at things that you don't typically look at, like the back of your doors going mm-hmm. in and out to the garage. Or behind your toilet. Yeah. You're like, you'd yes. be surprised where things hide. Or mm-hmm. if there's five inches of dust on top of your water heater. You know, things that you don't typically look at are are really low swinging cobwebs in that utility room. Get rid of those. Right. So we have all this information for you. We also are giving giving you again those guides, things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. If you call us here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. And when we get back, what are we going to cover? We're going to start talking about the rule of three. All right. So we'll be right back. Time is just flying by here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show with your host Mimi Shodeman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. So many things going here uh, in the Twin Cities and always encouraging people to go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. Just start your window shopping. And then as you go through that journey, we can then help you go, okay, before I can buy my new home, I need to sell the one that I'm in right now. So we can help you with some staging, especially if you call right now. Mimi and her team are willing to do a free staging consultation for you. Absolutely. Um, Right before we hit the break, we were talking about the rule of three. Yes. And... um, Pretty much, it's kind of just the philosophy of interior designers is that it's a kind of a golden rule of home staging. And that involves grouping things from chairs to accessory pieces on your shelf um, in odd numbers. So threes, fives, sevens, nines, that sort of thing. So it doesn't look overly symmetrical? Is that what you mean? Um, It actually forces the eye to move around a space and it makes the experience more natural and it will help people. I don't really know why this is, but it... I've always done odd groupings as well. And you'll see if you start to pay attention in staged properties that you'll see that things are kind of grouped in different rooms in threes and sometimes fives. All right. So... Um, one of the things that See, you now that you mentioned it, we're going to notice it all the time. Right? Yeah, exactly. Start looking like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, there's that three rule. <laughs> right. Um, so some of the things that you can do in your kitchen, we already talked about clearing the countertops off, except for maybe a, a nice bowl of fruit. Um, if you're looking for something that's cheap to give you a pop of color, there's nothing better than a big bowl of red apples. OK. Or a, a great big bowl of limes. OK. So depending on what your color palette is. 
Um, the other thing that you can do is you can, people are going to be looking inside your cabinet. Sorry that if that's a surprise to you, they w- want to see what the storage looks like. So get rid of some of the junk. And if you have got so much stuff in there, including you're putting your, your potato chips on top of your bowls yes. and you've got your oatmeal sticking on top of your whatever, <laughs> that's not good. So you want to pull out everything that you don't use on a regular basis and get yourself a tote and put it in the garage or someplace underneath a someplace where they're not going to see it. Okay. Um, you can also pack up the dishes that you use. We all have way too many things now. I mean, I've got more glasses than I could ever use in a lifetime. You mean I have to get rid of all my like collectible shot glasses? I shouldn't keep those in there. Well, depends on how many you have. How many do you have? You know, the, you know your Super Bowl mugs right, that you're exactly. keeping from 1940. I don't know. Get um, for me, it's, it's like derby cups. I can't oh, part with them. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with these? I don't know. Right. But pack up the dishes, except for maybe your basic essentials, and do the same thing with your flatware and your drawers. And, and that drawer that catches everything, all those, you know, items that you use once a year when you bake grandma's pie. Or and, your chip clip. Yes, you got a collection of chip clips. Mm -hmm. Take those down. Also, too, if you collect magnets, and many of us do, we've got calendars up there, we've got artwork. Take all of those things off of your refrigerator. Okay. Every single one of them. Not just not one on there. Take all of them. All of them, 100%. Um, You can also, if you've got older cabinets, it's, I know it's scary. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. But if you have older cabinets, painting them is really a great way to freshen up your look. And right now, if you go and you look at some of the staging sites online, you see that there's a really popular to use kind of like that, you know, kind of antique white with a gray on the cabinets Mm -hmm. makes it really look fresh and new. And again, when you're decorating, um, you want to make sure that you've got that pop of color somewhere in the room because people are shopping online and they're looking at pictures. And so if your pictures are terrible, then what are they going to what impression is it that they actually are going to have of your house? And so the other thing that the National Association of Realtors told us was the impact of a buyer's viewing of a staged home. It's, they said that 77 percent found it easier to visualize the property as their future home and 40% were more willing to walk through the home that they saw online. So if you think about those okay. numbers, 40% base whether they're going to make an appointment to see your house just based on how it's staged and how it looks in those pictures online. That's a huge statistic. Right. So maybe, I mean, I could see that I didn't want to waste time showing up to a house that I knew wasn't going to be right. So if they didn't have the right kind of pictures, I can go, uh I know that's not right, so I'm not going to bother to go and walk through it. And, you know, can I just say, if you if you have pictures online and they're terrible, it is not terribly, you know, it, it is expensive to have professional photos, but it's not the end of the world. You need to have professional photos these days. Okay. It makes a huge, huge difference between yours and the, the neighbor down the street and how that they're, how you're going to be perceived online. Okay. And that's, so normally, what do you suggest? Like if someone's working with you from start to finish, do you have photographers that you suggest? Or how do you work? That I out, always have professional photographers. Okay. Um, you know, I have a really nice camera and I mm-hmm. can take pictures. But if I, you know, if I put myself taking the same picture as someone who's a pro that does it every single day. Right. There's just no comparison. And, you know, and I feel like I have a fairly good eye, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I'm a professional photographer. And so I let the pros do what they do. Um, so the other thing that you want to think about is your appliances. Okay. So 
you know, just because you're okay with the lime green one from the 60s and you really dig in the retro doesn't mean that everybody else does. And the Real Estate Staging Association really recommends stainless still. Oh, okay. So a lot of people question that. Like, is stainless coming in? Is it going out? Um, You can definitely get inexpensive stainless appliances all around the metro. You know, Costco has really good deals. Um, You can find them at all kinds of different places that, you know, have maybe scratch and dents. But if you do happen to have stainless appliances, you want to make sure that they are pristine looking. Okay. Um, They do show fingerprints, so you want to make sure you've got all that taken care of. And you can also... If you've got a ding in the door, you, there are stainless uh, films that you can put on top of there to kind of give it a fresh look. Oh, gotcha. So be sure and you know check that out. But you know, give those give those appliances a really good cleaning with a stainless steel cleaner. Um, As we continue to give you some information on staging, if you have a particular question about maybe you're looking into staging your home, if you want to set up that consultation, or if you just have a quick question for Mimi today, call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And what about even like something little like a toaster? Was that, am I supposed, like, should I get rid of my old beat up, ugly toaster? You know, again, we want to keep the, the counters as open as possible because believe it or not, the counters when they're clear makes the room feel larger. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Okay. And, and even if you don't have the space, box it up and put it someplace Fair you know, that you can pull out fast. Okay. Um, you, you want to make sure that you only really kind of get a, a few minutes, literally, when you walk in the door of a home with a buyer. If you're in there 15 minutes, that's a long time. Now, if it's longer than that, you know, maybe you've got a buyer that's that's starting to, you know, wander around and imagine themselves in your space. And that's what you want. You want to do everything you can to keep them in your home as long as possible. Now, we already talked about paint and how that's really huge carpet. Okay. if you have to ask yourself, should I replace this carpet? The answer is yes. Um, Fair enough. And there's nothing better than fresh carpet underneath your feet. When we're taking our shoes off to walk around in your house, you don't want us to be afraid of where to step. Okay. Uh huh. You know, that is a very inexpensive fix. You know, it's unfortunate that, you know, you might have to put new carpet in. And the other thing that I'm telling that I, I personally feel makes a difference is having the same carpet throughout the space. So if you're, you know, carpeting all your upstairs, okay. but yet the carpet in the master bedroom is okay. You're trying to say, well, it's not too bad. I'm just going to leave that. It would be a better decision to carpet it all. Okay. So that why it all that? matches. Oh, okay. Yeah. And people will be asking, well, why didn't they change the carpet out? And now how am I going to get carpet that matches the rest of the new carpet? And I have to stay in this old carpet. It's not, people notice those things and it, it's not worth the money that you're saving not to do it. If you have the option, what's in right now? Is it better to have carpet or hardwood floors? You know, Hardwood floors are always popular. Okay. Um, They're inexpensive to clean. Um, They look beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, The carpet is still very popular as well. Okay. So if you've got hardwood floors, good for you. I would showcase those. And if you've got old carpet on top of it, I would pull it up. Fair enough. Um, That and then if you've got, you know, kind of old, dated or dirty that can't be cleaned anymore, you want to go ahead and replace that carpet if you have the budget to do it. Fair enough. All right. We are always giving you some advice here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number again is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And what Mimi is sharing with you today are some tips on how to stage your house. We were talking about how houses right now 
seem to be going very quickly. If yours isn't, this might be the case. Maybe you don't have it staged right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so uh, the other thing that we want to talk about is rugs. Okay. Um, Some people have beautiful collectible rugs Mm -hmm. and they have them everywhere. Um, If you've got gorgeous hardwood floors, no matter how beautiful your rugs are, you want to show off what you've got that's going to oh. stay with the house. Okay. So we might recommend pulling up. Rolling up my nice rug. All but a few of the focal, you know, point rugs that you can use as an accent. Okay. So, uh, you know, you want to think about that because you're not going to leave the rugs. Right. The rugs are going with you and the buyers know that. So they want to see what they're working with underneath that. Uh, the other thing that I love working with are mirrors. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. how large of a mirror should I be looking for? Well, that depends on the house, and okay. it depends on where you're going to put it. But uh, mirrors make small rooms appear bigger, bigger by reflecting the natural light that's coming in through the house. And also, it's kind of subliminal, but if a buyer is walking through your house and they're looking at themselves in the mirror, they are then subliminally imagining themselves in the space oh good to know and so a little trickery we're not above that uh, well, <laughs> right we want to give them the right I kind of trickery. prefer to call it strategy fair enough yeah. all right a little strategy so I think that there's lots of things that you can do in different rooms and the impact as we mentioned is is huge on the buyers so one of the things for your master bedroom suite mm-hmm. they are saying that it should be gender neutral for color Okay. Uh, because depending on who it's going to appeal to, a man or a female. Um, so when you're talking about linens on your bed and also your bathroom towels, just something crisp and clean looking will appeal to the masses. Is this back to using those, as you called it earlier, the grayish, that gray beige color, or is this a different neutral that you're looking for then? Well, it depends on what your what your other furnishings are, what color they are. Okay. So, you know, it depends on if you've got light wood, dark wood, depends on what color your trim is and what color did you pick for your walls. Um, you're going to want to pick something that's going to complement that. Okay. That's going to kind of blend in because, again, the buyers are not buying your, your bedding, but it all matters. And people say, well, if I do these little things, is that going to make me be able to get more money for my house? No, not really. But right. what it is going to do is going to set you apart from other sellers. It's going to make you stand out. And hopefully it's going to make yourself faster. Okay. And so the faster you sell the more money you'll get. Because once a home has sat on the market for over 30 days, then buyers, especially in this seller's market, they're asking themselves, huh, wonder why that house hasn't sold? What's wrong with it? And it always comes down to what's wrong with it. Okay. And so your house may have absolutely nothing wrong with it. But if it isn't priced appropriately, if there's something going on with the location that that makes it atypical for what's going on in the area, uh, if it's the school district that people are are opposed to, or maybe it is the staging, maybe, you know, it could be a combination of all of the above. Mm -hmm. You have to ask yourself that hard question. You know, maybe I can't sell right now. Maybe it's not the right time for me. Or if it is the right time for you, maybe you need to talk to a professional and see what you can do to make it look better so that it sells faster. All right. We are going to have some more tips on how you can get your home sold so you can get into the new home of your dreams when we get back here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 107.1. 
It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. You can always get information by going to our website, MyTalk1071.com, using the keyword Red Hot. Great ways to get in touch with Mimi Shoneman. And we've had some people call in for this, but we want to encourage you to do this as well. Because Mimi has a great offer for all of our My Talkers that call in right now. Absolutely. We're offering a free staging consultation. And uh, it's absolutely free, no obligation. Uh, but it's a great way to have a conversation with a professional realtor in your home to talk about what you would need to do to get your home ready for market. And the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Because you brought up some things, Mimi, that it wouldn't have occurred to me. Like, I'm one of those people. I enter through my kitchen. I have a technically, quote unquote, front door. Never use it. Right. Like <laughs> I use it once a month if somebody's delivering a package. And it's the same thing, too, if you enter your house through the garage door. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you go in that way, that's not necessarily the way that you should have people coming in to view your house for the first time. Right. What's your power room? Um, is it your kitchen mm-hmm. or is it your living room? I mean, it's typically going to be one or those one of those two. Um, so if you've got a wonderful, gorgeous kitchen that you've done things to that it's beautiful and it looks better than your living room, then maybe you do want to have people coming through that door. Fair enough. But you want it to be the, the you want it to be the wow. OK, the pow that you get when you first walk in a door to go. Oh, wow. Look at that. You know, they've done all this really great backsplash work. And, you know, that must have been expensive. And look at the counters. They are amazing. And all this cabinet. And then they start talking about all of the wonderful things. And that's exactly what you want to have happen. So um, it's important to know that, according to the National Association of Realtors, that 39 percent of seller's agents say that it greatly decreases the time on market if you have the house staged. Right. So, um, again, if you're listening to this and your house has been on the market for a long time, ask yourself some important questions. What is it about the house that's causing the the days on market to tick away? Um, Because if you price it right and the condition is good, then it should be selling right now. And again, our phone number is 651-641-1071. And Mimi, I think that the other reason why it's great for them to contact an expert like your team is because the houses, some of these houses have been around for, uh, you know, a significant amount of time. And I don't just mean in the market. I just mean existing (laughs) out there. And so, but now we have new trends in the decor inside the house, but the layouts are these old layouts. So you guys would have the best tricks on, well, you know, it makes sense why you put your couch there, but that's not where the couch can go to try and actually sell your home. You know, it's a a whole lot of different things. And I hate to go back, you know, into a a point where we keep talking about it, but certain things leave triggers in your mind. Okay. Okay. And so one of the things is uh, hard water stains in your sinks and on your faucets. You know, it. you don't think about those things, right. but people look at that and it's kind of like, ooh, mm-hmm. and that's easy to clean with vinegar. Okay. So try that. Now, if you happen to love animals um, and you've got your animals in and out of the snow, it's difficult in the winter here for sure. Um, but pets, especially depending on the breed, they have oil in their coats. Okay. And so if the oil gets on your fabric, on your sofa, if that's where they sit, or if the oil is in the carpet and you've cleaned it and your real estate agent comes into your house and they still smell pet. Right. 
you're going to have to face that reality, mm-hmm. right? Because there is nothing worse than a wet animal smell when you first walk in through the door. Yeah. So if carpet cleaning didn't work, then you may really need to think about replacing that carpet. carpet. Yep. And if the if replacing the carpet and you still smell it, then what are you going to do? Well, you may have to have your upholstery cleaned. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, and sometimes maybe even just paint, you know, kind of thing. If you're if you had your cat box right next to a certain part of your house, it could have infused itself into that whole yes. part of your basement. And, you know, as much as I love cats and I really do, um, if your house smells like cat, um, it is not a positive thing for you because right. it, that that acidity in -hmm. that smell will sometimes take people one step into your door and they turn right around and go, oh, I'm allergic. And maybe they aren't really, maybe it's just like an instantaneous thought. They could just be sensitive to it, yes. Absolutely. So you want to make sure you're doing everything. And if you do have cats, you're going to need to clean that litter box every single day. Right. Every day. And Mm -hmm. then change the whole thing out once a week. That stuff you are not used to if you have animals. You don't smell it like somebody who doesn't when they walk into your space. So please do that. Even if you have kids, I go to the same thing just to what you're saying. Like you have to like I have to clean a lot because I have a little boy. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to smell the socks. Right. He's a boyish boy. But here's the thing. (laughs) We oftentimes walk into bedrooms and we smell the socks. And that is not good. That's Mm -hmm. not a good thing. So be sure and do that. Now, one of the things when you're talking about furniture placement and size and scale, you want to make sure that there's consistency in your furniture. You want to make sure that it's all either contemporary, if that's your style, that it's all contemporary. Okay. Or you want to make sure if it's traditional, that it's all traditional. It's very confusing to see what one space in a house be contemporary when the rest of it is, is traditional. Right. So just keep that in mind. It's it's better to stick with one when you're talking about staging for the house. Now, if you've got big pieces of furniture in your bedroom, and a lot of us do because storage is of a premium, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in some of these older homes where we've got small closets. Right. So if you've got a dresser and you've got a chest of drawers in this bedroom and all your, you know, it only a skinny person can get around your furniture. And you have to roll out of the bed one side. Yeah, you only got one way out and one way in. That is going to make your room look so small. And people are really sensitive to that. They want to, I mean, I can't even tell you the number of conversations that I have about a king bed fitting into a room, especially in some of these older homes. So if you've got big pieces of furniture, it may be time for you to just put into your closet what you wear for that season and box it all up and then put that furniture, the other pieces in storage, because uh, that way your room is going to look bigger. And you're not fussing with all your winter stuff at the same time that you've got your spring and your summer. Uh, So just think about that. And again, we know we're encouraging you to do the, oh my gosh, it's going to take time for me to get rid of this. And then I have to get a storage unit. But we're talking about a short-term investment that will help you in the long term. A short-term investment is is huge. Mm -hmm. And people say, well, I'll just put it into my garage. If that's your only choice, then fine. Um, but it's still people are looking at your garage to see how much space is in there. And if you've will got my it, car fit in there, how many cars will fit in there? Right. And if you've got floor to ceiling totes and boxes, it it's hard. It's hard for some people to see past that, that those are going to be gone. And, and when I know it sounds ridiculous, but many, many, many of us are very visual and it's hard for us to spatially understand things when they're gone or when they're there. Right. Uh, so it's just really in everybody's best interest to do that. Now, let's talk about your dark paneling in the basement. We okay. still see a lot of that going on and just we're it's time to get over it. 
just painted already. Okay. It's not gold. All right. So, um, you know, painting over a paneling with a neutral color. I had a friend in Louisville that did it in a dark basement. She told me she was going to paint her paneling. I said, you're crazy. You know, that's nice paneling. You know, what Mm -hmm. are you painting that stuff for? But when she did it, it was like, ah. Did it brighten the whole thing? It was like it was a whole new area. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even get over the difference. And so paint that something neutral and that will make your room feel bigger. It'll make it feel more contemporary. Less like a cave in your basement. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And to really make sure that you're painting it and doing it well, be sure and use wood filler between the panels and also the nail pops. So you want to make sure that those aren't showing, if at all possible. Um, Also, too, like outlet covers. Uh, We talked earlier in the show about them being grimy. If they're old and dated and they kind of look kind of stale, they're so inexpensive to pick oh up at the big box store, and they really give the room a huge, huge... Yeah, you can get like 10 of them for $3. Exactly. It's very inexpensive. Yes, and it's easy to change, so be sure and do that. Now, rooms that are painted dark colors right now, not so not so popular. Okay, so, so you mean those super dark browns or navy blues? We're like talking super about dark like, that? like the super dark primary colors that you know people used to do accent walls right. and things like that. People are not so much into that right now fair enough um and so if you've got those dark colors we're we're going to encourage that you want to make a a lighter fresher color so that the whole space feels bigger um so those are some of the things that you can do now if you have short ceilings and you're in a house that's got like lower ceiling height because some of our newer homes have very tall ceilings yes makes the room makes the whole house feel bigger but if you have everything's high ceilings if you happen to have short ceilings some of the things that you can do is you can put your curtain rod all the way up to the top of your ceiling. Oh, okay. Not just above the window. And so that will give the illusion that you have a bigger room. Right. And so you can do things like that. Um, Two, TVs. Let's talk about TVs. Nobody wants to see those cords hanging down on the TVs on the wall. Right. Okay, that's not attractive. In fact, you don't really even need a TV when you're staging your house. (laughs) Fair enough. So if you're not a big TV watcher and you think, well, I don't really need to even look at that and people, it's not doing any good in the room or it looks kind of out of place. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see enormous TVs and the scale is so huge that it kind of overshadows all the other furniture. Right. And so you don't need that going on. It does look kind of like a big black hole sometimes if it's there. Yeah. Yeah, And big is not always better when it comes to staging. Do you have an opinion on mini vines versus curtains? You know, I think that if I have an opinion that if you don't need it, it's to take them all down. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't think that. You know, blinds are nice to keep if they're nice blinds. Right. But if they've been beat up or if they're they're stained or if they've kind of chewed up by an animal, go ahead and take them down if you don't need them. Because what it's going to do, it's going to open up your windows and let people see what the natural light really is going to look like. I think we're going to have to give some additional information on this. And so the best phone number for them to call you at is what again, Mimi? 651-578-2218. And you can always go to her website. It's mnredhotrealestate.com. And you can always find us at mytalk1071.com. Keyword red hot. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. 
Home ownership, here you come. Hey. 